Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 56 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on today's show we've got East Sussex College Hastings football curriculum lead Craig Otley. Craig talks about the football programme, the relationship between ESCH, Hastings United and Skilltech Football, the sheer number of our victorious under-23s that are in or have been through this programme and a whole lot more. Also on the show we have that SBTS fan round table and it's a special one as we have three new faces. We've got the man Keeney's one himself, Gary Histed. We've got father of Craig, Malcolm Stone and Robert Grohl. Robert talks to us all the way from Bonn in his native Germany to talk about his German wing of the Hastings Supporters Club, the 10 German Bombers. Enjoy Hastings fans. And now over to East Sussex College's Craig Otley. We have the wonderful pleasure of having Craig Otley here from East Sussex College. You're the curriculum lead of the football programme. Yeah. A little whisper tells me that you're also in the girls' academy at Hastings United. You're also coaching there. Yeah, that's correct as well, yeah. Multiple hats, a bit like Mr James Hopkins that I spoke to before. Yeah. So we're talking the day after the magnificent under-23 victory. Yeah. uh, Winning the Sussex County Cup against New Haven. Yeah. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I think there's a few... Well, not just a few, uh, there's many people that have gone through this programme that you run uh, that were involved with this victorious squad, either in their second or third year. I mean, do you just want to talk about, I mean, it was a great victory. I'm sure you must have got a few texts from the lads that you've been teaching. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Obviously, I've put a nice good luck tweet out to them last night. You know, we were looking look, looking at the squad last night. So out of the 17, I think there's 15 that were either current or ex uh, through the programme, which is unbelievable testament. And, you know, it's, it's taken a long time to get there. But the achievement, I think, for, for any of the lads, you know, as you get older, um, cup finals become less and less. Um, so it's really important that they savour those moments and, and especially to have the, the win on top. And I think as well, from all the counts, comprehensive win as well um so with another one my hat's on I'm one of the management team over at Eastbourne Town under 23s we played New Haven <laughs> we played New Haven in the semi-final so I obviously sent Brownie the video of the the, the game that we had in the semi-final uh, spy love it and um yeah so you know obviously told some of the lads about what, what to expect but from you know Hastings when he was massive favourites and and so they should because they're outstanding footballers every single one of them that are in there I think you know like I said it's it's testament to the program that we've we've managed to get that many and probably there's there's probably a couple of lads that are probably disappointed not to be in the squad that are still in the program now that could have made it sort of thing so and that's 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 without one of the probably the biggest under 19 players in Tom Chalmers you know Obviously, wouldn't be involved with the 23s, but obviously Tom's still in the programme in his third year with us. And obviously Tom for the college has gone on to massive things, you know, captain in England um, at a college level. So that, you know, officially that makes him the best player in, in the country, doesn't it? At college level. <laughs> so, exactly. He yeah. glides, mate. Is he like that at college? Does he glide? He just glides <laughs> um, in, yeah? Uh, Tom's very relaxed in his style, shall we say. Um, hmm. No, he's a great lad. He's fantastic. He's been brilliant from day one academically he you know he, he knows his levels sort of thing and he's, he's done really well to where he is now but 
like I said, genuinely, uh, every single one of the lads we've got on the programme is they're smashing lads, great people. And that's that's the most important thing as well, I think. Not only are they good footballers, um, you know, they're polite, you know, they're to the point as well. And, and that's what you want to see from young people, um, not just from, from the footballers as well. So it's really good. Oh, well, I was chatting to a few of them. I know, is it Jordan, James? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they are in the programme, aren't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, Jordan wasn't. James was. So James was one of ours. Um, so James is out of the programme now. So he left last year or the year before. But, you know, James came in again. Like, what what a great lad he is. Really good. And obviously, uh, you know, you see the stuff he's doing with the, the under seven boys that he t- uh, coaches as well, with Jordan uh, coaching as well. You know, that, that shows, again, how much they're invested in the club. And just, again, you know, the trust that the club's got for someone so young to be coaching mm. a really important age group sort of thing. Yeah, but they, they, they seem they seem really grounded. I mean, yeah. conversations, had a conversation with Jordan um, earlier in the week before the game. Very grounded individual. Yeah. Same with James. Very polite. Um, yeah. Sort of good human beings. And obviously, they're living and breathing and eating football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, that's what I love to see, you know, that I think it's, to see that passion for football still, you know, I think sometimes that gets beaten out of young people, girls, boys, just enjoying the game, enjoying mm. the moments. You know, like I said, last night doesn't come around very often for some players. So embrace that moment mm. as a club and everything else. And I think it's been brilliant sort of thing. So that's no, really important. No, that's excellent. Cheers. Thanks for that, Craig. Right. For Craig, for the, for the uninitiated. Yeah. What's the relationship? Because uh, most of us uh, mere mortal fans we just see these excellent players coming through the ranks. Yeah. Uh, we, we think that it's just Chris Agata was a, a miracle maker. <laughs> yeah. You know, and not knowing, and a little bit when I was having that conversation with James before, James Hopkins, mm. it's just that infrastructure behind that the club's yeah. got in place. What's, what is the relationship between uh, the club, East Sussex College, um, with the program, and obviously we've got skill tech as well. What yeah. is that relationship? If you could ch- explain that. that yes, yeah, I mean it's it's been uh, so. This started six years ago with a. It was just a conversation between myself and Ben White, skill tech, and I said, "Look, I'd I'd love to get a football program going," and that's how it started. And you know, year one and year two of the program, the club weren't involved, but then we were starting to have a few players that were playing in the. I think it was the old under twenty ones at that mm. point. And then the club sort of got approached by the college, by skill tech to say, look, do you want to come on board with us? Uh, and then that's where it sort of started to, to gather the ground sort of thing. Hmm. But a lot of the, the you know, the, the academy stuff and the players that we're starting to see through, you know, that's come from the skill set side where they've been promoting the coaches uh, and the, the good work that they're doing behind the scenes to allow us to have these, these young players coming through. Um, and then I think in the last probably two, three years, uh, we've seen the relationship really grow where most of our player, the players that you see now playing for the 23s, for the first team, uh, young players, they, they've come through this programme sort of thing. So the relationship is growing each year. You know, we've got obviously Ben from Skill Tech, Billy's, Billy's hands on with it, um, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. Um, so he's got a vented interest, you know, obviously the college are the main sponsors for the under 23 kit as well which is brilliant to see um and yeah i think it's just the relationship going forward and obviously the college uh, fingers crossed for the the new ground as well that we can have some some help with that as well with the new ground if it comes ahead sort of thing so 
for everyone. Uh, the programme has been really positive sort of thing. In terms of people actually getting involved with the programme, yeah. how does, are you selected? Can you, uh, do you apply? How do you, how do you get involved? I mean, for me, for me, obviously, I've got a real vented interest. And, you know, I'm a bit of a, I love football. I always have, always, uh, always played. So I'm really interested as well. So, you know, you look at these boys that are coming through now. You know, I've known about some of these boys since they've been 12, 13 years old, speaking to the, the coaches at Skilltech to say, look, they've said, look, these boys are coming through and you're going to have a really good programme. So what happens normally is through their school, they'll apply for a college course. Uh, and the beautiful thing with us here at college, you can do any course you want. Um, so if you want to do A-levels, if you want to do catering, sport, or whatever you want to do, the football programme is available for you. So oh, okay. what it is, it's really inclusive that, you know, if you're a very talented footballer, uh, again, you don't have to be a Hastings United player. We do have some players that are playing at other clubs as well. So, you know, obviously, Bexley United, we've got yeah. a few players that are coming through from there. And the idea is that obviously, collectively, we put them together. Uh, and, but most of them are made up from Hastings United. So they, they'll come through the under-16s. Um, we'll get them in for open evenings, parents' evenings, uh, and just sort of, you know, sell them the, the course. Um, some, some students go to our colleges, which is fine for the, are in the Hastings under-16s, but the bulk of them do come here. So it allows us then to have greater sort of control of them, I suppose, manage their minutes, which I know Andrew Brown's really good at the moment with. Because some of these boys play a lot of football, probably without you realising, you know, they're playing under 18s football, 23s football, college football, alongside some of them being out on loan or playing in the first team as well. So there's a lot of football and there's a lot to go behind the scenes to, to see that. But application wise, it's just really simple. Get an application through through school uh, or you come direct to the college, get your interview. Uh, and then what happens then is we sign you up to the football programme. And we're very inclusive as well. So if anyone's sitting there going, no, I'm not, I'm not that great, but I love football. You know, there's avenues for everyone here. So we have different levels of football. So obviously we're, we're very lucky we play in the highest level of college football. Um, so that's sort of your Premier League uh, level. And then obviously there's, there's different tiers of teams that we have well, all the way down to, you know, I just want to come in and have a kick about, you know, that, that's available for someone as well because, you know, football's for everyone sort of thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah who you are or, or what you want to do. If you want to come and have a kickabout, come and have a kickabout as well. If you want to come in and play for England, come and play for England for us. Tom Chalmers, well. yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we're quite lucky this year. I think five we've got this year. Um, yeah, unbelievable. So, yeah. Re- reel them off for us. So, we've got Tom. Um, so obviously, uh, Freddie. Freddie. Uh, Freddie Leg, uh, Tom. Jack's in both squads uh, yeah. and Alfie as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's a phenomenal achievement. Uh, for anything you know I've had other colleges that have messaged me and gone wow like that's you know and they should be very proud um, parents and guardians 100%. should massively be proud but as a club as well because they're all Hastings United players you know they might have not all started their journey at Hastings they might have come from other clubs but currently they're all Hastings United players uh, and they've got great futures in the game as long as they stay grounded um, they you know they, they will go far in football but again we go back to that original point. They're, they're all good people as well. So you know, they're, they're definitely definitely the future. Mm. I think that's one of the things that hopefully with, with things like this, we need to, we need to blow up. Oh, it sounds a bit dodgy. Blow yeah. our own horn a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah? In yeah. terms of that, your college is obviously shaping these people. 
yeah. uh, and they're coming out good people and the, and obviously success on the pitch with as well yeah. and we should talk about these things more yeah you know this is a good thing for Hastings yeah massively I think you know even retrospectively your David Radaris your mm. Jamie's your Ben Woods you know they're three that have gone on to sign professional contracts so you know, we're obviously doing something right. Most of the credit has to go to the football club because that's where they, they're applying their trade sort of thing. Mm. But what it does do is it gives everyone a bit of hope. Do you know what? For years, Hastings was neglected or the South East was neglected of, of getting professional footballers. And now I think Hastings is on the map to go, do you know what? Look, there's some very good footballers here yeah. um, from the first team down um, and including the women as well. Um, there's some fantastic footballers here and um, we should definitely be proud. And, you know, the next step is, fingers crossed, first team win the league. Uh, and obviously, if you look at it in a moment, 23's top of their league, 18's the top of their league, women's the top of their league. It, it, it's all looking good sort of thing. So, you know, with the future's definitely looking yeah. good for everyone sort of thing. Yeah, great time to be a fan. In terms of your programme, what yeah. the take-up of it? Yeah. What... In terms of its growth, obviously from the first year, it must have. Yeah. Oh, I mean, how, how many how many have you got currently in? Then? So we've we've got uh, upward of thirty at the moment in mm. the program. Um, so enough for two teams. Next year we're expecting that to hopefully double because um, the under sixteens at Hastings alone is two age groups. So we're expecting that. But going back to the the early days, we had some interesting characters on there. So first year, we myself and Ben White. It was it was more just getting people that liked football, shall we say? Um, not the greatest footballers. We got a team out, and they, they just love playing football. So they they were our social footballers, and some of the lads that come through, they've gone on to play, you know, a decent level of football. Some have dropped off and don't play football anymore, which is a shame. But no, the growth has been steady throughout that time, and Excellent. like I said, the the level of football has increased quite a lot as well, um, which is amazing to see. Could you give kind of like an overview of the program itself? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, so you grab these kids, well, you yeah. don't grab them. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you get you get these kids kids in. Yeah. Uh, so what 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 are you doing with them first off? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you know, most of the kids come in, and like I said to you, it's very holistic that they come in and could do any course, but predominantly they they're in my area within the sport and public service area. Mm. Um, so depending on their GCSEs, they'll get put onto a different level. Um, and within that, they'll we'll build a timetable around their football, basically. So prime example is for most of the boys, they'll have some academic studies on a, a Monday morning. Mm. Monday afternoon, they'll be up uh, up and training with Andrew and Ben Cornelius and, and the coaches. Tuesday, uh, they have an S&C session, so at a local gym. So we send them down there to do... Uh, now 60 to 90 minutes of sort of weight training uh, making sure just trying to bulk some of them up because some of them are still a little small uh, mm. especially for the men's game Tuesday afternoon they'll be in class again Wednesday is our game day so they're travelling here there and everywhere so going down to Portsmouth South London oh, okay. yeah so they're, they're going they're, they're getting some miles in on a Wednesday mm. Thursday they've got predominantly it's, it's just a study day and Friday they train again on a Friday morning so it's a five-day program for them but it's all built around football and obviously as well throw in there as well Hastings under 18 games 23 yeah. games um, and you know the college is very good and the staff here are very good to allow students to to go to those games making sure they catch up on work 
um, and maintaining the average grades that they, they've got to try and get everything as well. So, you know, like I said, the, the programme is very much built around the boys and, mm. and obviously for next year, the girls as well. Nice. So, yeah, so that is a segue. So the, the, the girls, the girls academy. Yeah. So that's, so you're kind of doing it now and is it going to kick in proper next yeah, season? So, yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe what I'm hoping. We're definitely hoping to, to get the girls academy flying because obviously, you know, you only have to look at the local area, you know, what Hastings are doing alone. You know, there, there's other t- women's teams, you know, Bexhill, Eastbourne. Uh, Eastbourne United. So the the growth here in women's football is is massive, and you know I only have to see the the young girls that I coach. You can just see the passion for football in this area for the, the female game. So mm. I, I think that's the next step that the college and the club potentially uh, and through Skill Tech as well have got to do to go. You know this is what we can do with that, and then I think once we do that, you know everyone will be in a better position for that sort of thing. I was going to ask you about how. The, the college got involved with Hastings. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that was the the, the old regime. So um, through Dave Nestlin uh, and that, that sort of thing. And that's where it sort of all started from to when the club come on board sort of thing through through Dave, through Ben, um, Dean White, et cetera. And that's, that's where the partnership was really forged. Um, and then throughout the years, like I said, it's it's been, there's been ups and there's been downs with, with both sides of the party. But, we're now in a position with with Billy and Skilltech, et cetera, going forward that I think, you know, we're looking to the future and going, actually, you can see a very good pathway for, for everyone sort of thing. And it, everyone's at a level playing field now between three partnerships, which I think everyone's got the, the right intentions going forward sort of thing. And, you know, like I said, the, once the ground gets approved... Uh, and the council pulled their fingers out. Yeah, um, whatever's going on there, mate. Yeah, Close. whatever's yeah. going on there. We're not politicians, so yeah. we won't get involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once that goes, I think, you know, for the college, for the club and for everyone else involved in the town, I think you're going to see sport in general because obviously I've seen, seen the plans and that, you know, there's access to sporting facilities, there's gym, netball courts, tennis courts, etc. as well, hopefully up there as well. You know, the access for young people, within the college as well, yeah. you know, just to access that will be amazing. Is that, is that what's what's hoped so that, that you would base, almost be based there? I mean, yeah, I, I think that's that's the dream. Obviously, yeah. I, I'm a mere mortal at the college sort of thing. So I'm, I'm not I'm not up here somewhere. So, you know, hopefully that we can move move up there to, to be with Hastings. Uh, and then the usage is there for the day as well, for the, for the club as well. So, you know, we've got, I think, 1,500 students here and you know they would have access to the, the gym there to the facilities there so yeah. for the club again from a financial win win yeah win-win. financial point of view you know you've got good footfall going through there we've got access to students that want to do apprenticeships in security and that sort of thing so again you might see some new stewards and that coming from the college you, you well know. you're not getting rid of safety dave oh that, no, oh, maybe he, he, can he teach keeps it. us all safe Go on. yeah he's got maybe you can teach him a few things as well yeah. so along yeah. the way but no like i said it's you know we've got so many courses here that i think the the club can tap into um and we can do as well so it'll be really important that does sound excellent that yeah yeah right so you it's so in terms of let's talk about you now craig so you obviously love football yeah You're involved with the, in terms of coaching of the football what what turns you to coaching? So yeah, the sort of the, the playing days come to the end, don't they? So for us always we get a little bit older. I listen to the podcast every day and obviously Leon's still going, still playing. So 
yeah. We can't all do what he's doing, sort of thing. We carry on playing forever, um, being Peter Pan. So, no, I mean, you know, I, I stopped playing um, just before the pandemic, sort of thing, and then got offered a role over at Eastbourne coaching the 23s. And then Ben White from Skilltech approached me and just said, you know, would you be interested in taking one of the, the girls' teams? And my little girl at the time, she was five or six, and she had a bit of an interest in football. So I said, Perfect. You know, yeah, I'll come along. As you do, I'll I'll, I'll do one or two sessions, and now we've got the taste months, for it. Yeah, six months yeah. down the line, and uh, and that's how I've sort of stuck with the girls, sort of thing. And you know, and luckily enough, now you know I'm doing sevens and the nines. I've got a bit of an interest in the tens as well. So you know, they're amazing. Um, so that side of it is how I've got involved there. The the, the program here, you know, like I said, I've, I've been at the college twelve years now. So yeah, like I said, so halfway through my tenure we sort of decided that we wanted a programme here to deliver that as well. So I've got, you know, I've got three different football hats on throughout the week sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, live and breathe, live and breathe football. <laughs> uh, still wish you could play, but obviously it can't go on forever. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of the, the football programme itself at the college, was it difficult? Was it difficult to say to the college? I mean, how receptive were they when you were like, look, we need to have a football programme here. It's going to get people in. Yeah. We need it for the town. I mean, how difficult was that to negotiate? I think it's, uh, I think um, at, at first it was a little bit apprehensive because like anything, you've got to go, okay, what what's going to be the, the uptake for it is, are we going to get people that want to come and do a football academy? Mm. So we, we had a target we had to hit and we managed to get that number in. And since then, we haven't really looked back. It's been growing every single year. And the college are happy. Like I said, you know, from a from a college point of view, you know, like I said, we, we go back to the, the to the extremes of, you know, we've got five internationals, but most importantly, you know, we've got 30 odd students that are here every week trying to play football for the college. We have lads that are traveling down from Crowborough every single day to come to the college alone. We've got kids that have come from Eastbourne to come to this, uh, to come and be part of our program. And again, you, you can only do that so much you have to have amazing staff behind that. So not only the, the, the teachers we've got here, but, you know, the the, the draw of, uh, as we were, Chris Agatha, uh, mm. your you Glyn White's when we started from day one, uh, your Andrew Browns, your Ben Cornelius. If, if the coaching's rubbish, the kids yeah, ain't going to lose. Yeah, so definitely. you're not going to lose them. So that, there has to be buy-in from everyone. And that, that's what I will say. The club's, club's done really well. You know, we have been blessed with probably, in the last few years, we've, arguably two of the best coaches in the area in Chris and Andrew so you know long may it continue and you know long may it continue that we can start continue getting the growth and the players coming through anything you want to mention um otherwise I'd we'll sort of wrap it up no I, I'd, I'd like I said it's just it's been a it's been a pleasure coming on sort of thing um <laughs> you know I'm, I'm so pleased about everything that's going club's going well club's growing immensely you know look at look at the, the gates you've been getting this year you know the crowd at the last match and I think that's that's testament to everything throughout the club sort of thing that's, that's going on sort of thing you know not just this program but mm. you know and the pleasing thing for us is you know you're starting to see it you're starting to see our boys on the bench every single week you're seeing Tom playing week in week out yeah. um, so for us you know that's the massive positive Craig thank you very much it's been a pleasure Take cheers, chap, chap, and um, I'll see you at a game of some kind. You will, yeah, you will yeah. indeed. I'll right. catch you soon. Cheers, yeah, Chris. Take care, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for our fan roundtable. But before we start, 
a big love and best wishes from all of us Hastings fans to Dave North, who was injured in an incident at Ashford last Saturday. And I know Dave's okay, but we're Hastings family, so he's getting a shout out. On top of that, I'd like to commend how the stewards of Ashford and their club dealt with it. See you at the next game, Dave. Beers on us. And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And a big shout out and thanks to Windy John, Flat White Andy, Johnny Wills, Gina, Gary Histed, Malcolm Stone and our German wing of the Hastings United Supporters Club, Robert Grau, for making it happen. Yeah, as I say, we just wait for this lot to come on and then... I've got, uh, look, that's my 10 German bomber scarf up there. Oh, tremendous. He made them. <laughs> yeah, look, Did he? I'll take a bit closer. He had it designed. You see that? <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Yeah. So, so when what, did he when did he get that done, Wendy? I don't know. It'll tell you about it, but I think it was um there was one hanging up in the um in the bar for a little while, but they took it down. I think a few people complained because of the German bombers thing and all that. But <laughs> well, or yeah, a German a German made it. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I knew that the Germans got a sense of humour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So there you go. Oh. Quickly, uh, John, show Andy the scarves that Robert made, got made up. Check this out, Andy. Not half and half scarves, are they? No. I don't. Oh. <laughs> Bearing in mind, anyway. this is made from the German fan club. <laughs> German fan club, look. You see that? It's the 10 it's German not... bombers. Yeah. I don't know, is that reading backwards on there? No, what? no, no, that reads fine. No, that's all right. <laughs> he, had 10, he had 10 made for, for the 10 German bombers. There's 10 of them, are they? Yeah, yeah. So does that mean does that mean they can't get any bigger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's not more <laughs> Hello, Robert. Hi. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm a bit late. <laughs> well, that's not very efficient. That's the first German gag out the way. Um, <laughs> that's impressive. Calling two minutes late, late. That is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Um, Rob, we've just um, John was just showing off that merch that you made, the uh, ten German bomber scarves. They're yeah, impressive. I have, I have them behind me. Look, it's a little. I've built up a little shrine. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is very good, yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> his best, hello, hello, German. There, that really um, fantastic hair flick. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Aye, it's an absolute pleasure, Robert. I mean, any... it's, it's probably the closest I get to the pilot field this season <laughs> due okay. to the circumstances. So you're certainly closer to the pilot field than you are to showbiz coming on here. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. I've had a long day, so a quick mouthful of beer and then we'll crack on. <laughs> Is it German beer? Uh, Le Chouf. Anyone know Le Chouf? Is that Belgium? Mm. He was a bomb villain, wasn't he? <laughs> John, also that, that hair club for men's uh, looking good. Which John are you talking to? No. Uh, Will, Wills. <laughs> what is it? Yes, what, you've got a bit more to it this week. Yes. Yeah, that, that's it. If, if you're someone that's of a good height, then you get a glare off the top. But... Mm. <laughs> Or helicopters try and land on it. Uh, I, I did think that on Saturday. I thought, oh, he's looking like he's um, he's, he's getting a little, a little bit more of a luxuriant growth there. See, <laughs> well, what it is, I just, you know, 
uh, there's no such thing as male pattern baldness. I just comb mine from in my ears and up my nose. Yeah. Comb it over the top. I have noticed that as it um, shrinks in one place, it grows in others. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Robert had that conversation last night, didn't you, Robert? About what you was going to shave. Oh, I did. I did have a good shave, like I promised. Look, <laughs> only yeah. for the movies. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah, it's wonderful. Hey, Gina. Hi. Hello, my Hi, love. Gina. Yeah, right. Well, we've got all the celebrities here. Anyway, we have got lots of people on today. Mm. Thank you very much, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We've got <laughs> obviously we've got the wonderful. Hey. We've even got oh, the his dead. Oh, this is this is too much. The, so we've got we've got flat white Andy. We've got Wendy John. We've got Johnny Wills. We've obviously got the lovely Gina. We've got the we've got the love the awesome Gary Histed. Yeah, you gotta stay in there. You're gonna stay in the way. And we we're gonna come back to you. We've also got Daddy Daddy Stone. Hello, Malcolm. Hi. Yeah. All right. Hello. Hello. And we've Hello, got Malcolm. Brother Malcolm. Hello. And we've got Robert <laughs> from the German wing of the Hastings United Supporters uh, Club. And his 10 German bombers, German wing. Um, I don't know where to start. We've got too many new people here. Right. So shall we? We'll start with Mr. Histed. And then we'll work through Malcolm. And then we'll get to. Um, Robert, because he's got a, we've got a few things we want to ask him. So, Mr. Histed, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, Gary, so how long have you been supporting Hastings and what made you fall in love with it? Uh, quite a while. I've been supporting them, really. I um, just kept on coming there because my dad told me about them. That's what made me come all the time. And I just fell in love from there, really, just watching them every week. That you do. You definitely watch them every week, Gary. And I must say, you were magnificent in that mankini on Saturday. <laughs> it's a shame they wouldn't let me put it on properly, though, go across the pitch. <laughs> that, that, the, the funniest memory in my mind is you making a strong point to that steward <laughs> wearing a mankini. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, an absolute pleasure coming on. And obviously, hello, Gina. Hello, Hello, Gina. Mr. Stone. Hello. It's a pleasure. So, what is it like being the the dad of Craig? Oh, it's um, it's frustrating at times, but in, enjoyable. Um, and yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to dish any dirt on him, anything, any sort of embarrassing stuff or uh, amusing. Unfortunately, I don't know too much, but <laughs> well, I might remember some as we go along, but. <laughs> You, you, who do you usually follow? I mean, have you followed Craig around the t- uh, around clubs, or have you been coming to Hastings a while, Malcolm? Um, I've followed him around the clubs for um, predominantly following Craig. Yeah, and then when he uh, he come to Hastings, so um, but I did follow Hastings a little bit before that with the uh, lot when Darren Hare was there because obviously Darren Hare was in charge of uh, Craig at Chillingham. Um, Franny Collin, I knew when he was down there as well with Darren and that. So. Um, yeah, I've always sort of followed Hastings a little bit, certainly since them days, but even more so, obviously, since Craig's been there. Yeah, he's doing well, isn't he? Yeah, 
yeah, he enjoys it, loves it. So, it's, certainly, uh, yeah, certainly comes across that way. And obviously, you bring the family as well. Robert, hi, hello. Uh, this is a long time in the making. Please fill us in on how uh, uh, a lovely German fell in love with Hastings United. Uh, well, it, it's more than 30 years ago now since my uncle Paul uh, took me out the pilot field and uh, I didn't expect very much, um, but um, it was quite an experience. Um, but first of all, uh, the amount and quality of swearing, it was, <laughs> I sucked it all up, you know, all the words. I didn't know them from English school books. <laughs> So, and, uh, but what also uh, stroke me was um, the, um, the, the passion uh, and the dedication that the people had for a non-league club, which wasn't very sex successful in those days. So that was, that was really uh, interesting to see because um, I think that's, that's quite different to, uh, to many uh, German non-league clubs. Uh, there are always like 50 or 100 or 150 people there, but uh, not this amount of people and not, uh, especially not in, in, in the winter because uh, there is a long winter break in, in Germany, you know. And uh, so that's that's a big difference. Yeah, and ever since, whenever I was in Hastings and, and there was a game, I went there. I usually go there with with John and other relatives of my uh, Hastings family. My mum is from Hastings, so I, I, I have quite a lot of um, relatives there. And uh, yeah, and that's my link to, to Hastings United. Rob, you, so you, what, which bit of Germany were you born in? In Bonn, uh, former capital. Mm. Uh, so that's uh, just south of Cologne. Mm. Oh, okay. So, what what I'd love to know is: so you've got you've got that bug. You've loved what you've seen. You've loved what you've heard. Um, what made you think about starting a a fan club for Hastings called Ten German Bombers? <laughs> well, this this name was uh, don't know what game it was, but. Uh, I, w I was standing on the on the stand, and they were starting to sing. There were ten German bombers in the air, in the mm. air, and it goes on for ages and ages. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I quite liked the melody, so I sang along. And my my uncle John started laughing. So a bloke next to him said, "What's all the what's all the funny stuff?" And he said, "Well, he's actually from Germany." And that bloke said, "He's a good sport then." <laughs> So, um, yeah. And a couple of years later, I thought, because uh, I, I quite like uh, Spurs as well, and mm. I thought the only chance of getting a ticket to White Hart Lane was join the German supporters club of Tottenham Hotspurs. So mm. I did. And I, I did two or three tri trips with a bus there. And so that on my way back, I thought, wouldn't it be cool to start a similar thing uh, with with Hastings, um, a small club where it can actually make a difference, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was the idea born. So um, the next time I, w I went there, um, I was there with work. I'm a teacher and we had a class trip to Hastings. And mm. I went up to the pilot field. That was a Tuesday evening game. 
And um, I didn't know quite which bus stop to take. So I asked the bus driver, what, which, where do I have to get off the bus to get to the pilot field? And he couldn't tell me. <laughs> so I don't know. So a bloke behind me, he said, I'm going there so you can just come along with me. And so we walked to the, towards the pilot field and he asked me, where are you from? I said, I'm from Germany. And then I don't know what struck me, but I said, I'm from the German supporters club. <laughs> so I went inside for a beer and when I came out again the music stopped and the speaker said and a very warm welcome to the German supporters club <laughs> that was that was just me you know so yeah. um uh and there was this this bloke on the bus he was sitting on the stand and he waved to me he said do you hear that that was me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can't remember his name um, yeah, so the next thing I did was talk my friends into it. I told, I told them all about it. And uh, I ordered some scarves on the internet. Uh, one of them you see hanging up there. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, and actually there are now seven, ten German bombers. <laughs> <laughs> and enough. what keeps us together is supporting the local German club in Bonn which is also non-league, and we usually go to home and away games. So, Oh, nice. Excellent. We'll have to twin. We'll have to twin with them. What's their, what's their mm. names? Uh, Bonner SC. They're playing uh, the highest non-league level. That's fourth uh, tire in Germany. Regional League, uh, Regional League West, it's called. What sort of gates do you normally get, Rob? roughly um well far less than hastings actually uh they're not doing very well they're battling relegation so if we get like four or five hundred that's quite quite a lot and we've had some covid restrictions as well but now we're re we're restricted to 750 which is quite annoying for the bundesliga clubs but we can, you know, uh, try and get a sellout crowd now <laughs> so it's a challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, one more. I've I've got the questions up now, Wendy. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry, I apologise. Yeah, that's right. Robert, tell us that you've got a story to tell us about chips and <laughs> Ashford. <laughs> um, that that must have been three or four years ago. I think it was three years ago, and there was this uh, one one game playoff semi final against Ashford, and I was on the phone to John uh, two days before that, you know, we, we uh, have a, have a chat like uh, once every one or two months. Uh, and he was talking about this game and I was getting all excited and uh, I thought uh, I've got nothing better to do. So I might as well get on the car, get on the ferry and drive to Hastings and uh, ring his doorbell and stand no, no, there in no. my gear and shout there were 10 <laughs> German bombers in the end. You should have seen his face. That was really funny. Oh, you should have seen me shut the door again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could hear all the, all the locks. <laughs> yeah, click, click, click. Keep him out. Yeah. That no, was great. Yeah, that, that was. Great. And I, I hadn't eaten all day because I didn't have uh, a lunch on the ferry because I thought I'll have some something at the pilot field, a burger or stuff. Uh, but the wonderful cuisine. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the queue was very long, and so 
most of the second half, I stood in the queue for chips and they'd run out of chips. I think some someone of them went to Tesco's to get some new chips. <laughs> but uh, as a matter of fact, I saw all the goals because the, the line was standing uphill. So I was able to see the pitch <laughs> and I, I didn't miss any of the goals, unfortunately, because, you know, driving a long time just to queue for chips. But uh, in the end, I got some. <laughs> yeah. Lucky to find one that hadn't been bombed in the war. <laughs> oh, oh, a bit of a Stan Boardman joke there. I'm going to ask quickly, um, as you've got this expectation of Hastings crowd being full of swearing and things, do you think we should change the song to There Were Ten Fokker Wolves? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you, you know. <laughs> yeah. You make the best of it, I don't know. <laughs> An absolute superb week. I mean, I was hoping uh, to have a, a certain four-goal hero on, but he's he's involved with training, so James Hole isn't here today. The only man who went, I think. I don't know. Actually, I have a feeling. I, I think Gary Gary went as I well. Did you, did you go, Gina? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and did you go, Malcolm? Oh, I didn't. No. no, no. Okay, right. So we will hand over Ooh. talk of this. Should we start? I tell you what, Gina and Gary, do you, do you, anything you want to stuff you want to tell us from the game? That absolutely tremendous under twenty three win. Um, just that Hastings was all over them from the start. Um, they should have won more than what they did. That's it, really. Just that they were all over them. Yeah, some cracking goals. Mm. Yeah. What? Where, hang on. Where's Gary gone? What about what's his take? <laughs> you don't want to know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, this is what I mean. Um, no, he's not squeezing I'm, into that. Get X-rated now. <laughs> Gary, I tell you what, he's not in his mankini, is he? Uh, <laughs> there he is. He's in his mankini. Yes. Oh, no, Gary, any what, any takes from the under-23 game? Anything? Um... Yeah, it was a good game, really. Oh, James Hull had a cracking game, didn't he? I thought we took control from the off, to be honest. Well, last week, Jordan predicted 5-0, didn't he? So he won't be 5 Yeah, yeah well, didn't, he did say 5-0, only 5-1. Yeah. Right, and OK, I'll, I'll move on. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah. I saw, I did see Jordan tearing up his betting slip after the game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all oh, right, that, was, that was because he bet, betted on getting a red card instead of just a yellow. Mm. <laughs> uh, Andy, unless you've got a mankini, you're not topping Gary there. So please give me your thoughts. <laughs> I'm way past my mankini days. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was really, it really, I don't know about it. Was just one of those things that um, quite a few people there. Good turnout. Um, nice little ground. Although I was deeply irritated by the way the. Um, the stand was set to one side, down one end. So the main stand's really weird there with a clubhouse yeah. next to it for anyone who's, who's been there. So, But it's a neat little ground, and they must have some noise abatement thing on them because I told you at the weekend, didn't I, Chris? Mm. They had the world's quietest um, PA, <laughs> which was then I realised then why everyone was gathered round the clubhouse because... They could hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those of you of a certain age, and I, it was like... I said to you that it was like Rob Brydon's man in a box impersonation. Mm. 
was actually doing the doing the announcements. So everyone had to fall completely silent to be able to hear the teams when they were announced. Wow. But uh, very, very, very strange. It was a, ni- a really nice new pitch. And I think the nicest thing was watching the way those lads played on that pitch was absolutely fantastic. I mean, we've seen examples. I think Ramsgate was an example where the, the first team were really grumpy playing Ramsgate on that pitch. Watching these lads on it, it was just unbelievable. The wingers particularly, um, Alfie Peacock and Freddie Legg, um, just absolutely sensational. I think well, I think the two their two fullbacks had to be unscrewed from the pitch at the end of the first <laughs> half. It was literally Freddie Legg's pace is ridiculous. But both of them, but both of them, because yeah. um, Peacock. Wait, I'm, I'm sort of of an age where I don't really trust players who have their socks over their knees. For me, it's, you know, on Britney Spears, it's great. But on a footballer, I'm not so sure. <laughs> so, but anyway, but he he played, he absolutely murdered the, the, the fullback. And where we were stood, they were really, really carping the midfield. Mm. The ball was just bypassing them. And the fullbacks were just taking absolute hammering. And they were fantastic. And James had a fantastic game as well. And it's probably probably one of the best hours football. I don't know about you, Gina and Gary. One one of the best hours football I've seen this year. And that's not an exaggeration. I, I was Bate, Jack Bates. We've seen him play before occasionally with the first team. He just he just he just moves. He's got that Wilshire Gascoigne sort of movement about him. Um, you could criticise him and say he could release the ball a bit quicker sometimes. But my God. That really is nitpicking. But that all come, mm. isn't it? Mm. That yeah, all coming to us. Oh God! I mean, it's just, it just, they just. Anyway, they they absolutely buried them. They buried them. What they said, what Gina said, was right. They did, and it was just. To be fair, New New Haven kept on going. They did kept on going, and the, and when things eased off a bit, they got their goal. Um, so good for them, really. But yeah, it was fantastic, and the goals were superb. James's four goals were. When I watched the video, it occurred to me that they were a breakaway and a breakaway and through the keeper's legs. I think then there was the uh, header yeah. from Alfie's cross. Then there was the tap in, oh no, the penalty, and then the tap in. So it was like a complete sort of um, centre forward selection box of goals. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, they were really chuffed with themselves, and so they should be. And Andrew as well should be chuffed with what he's um, got out of those lads. It was yeah. Yeah, like we well, could tell though I'm talking. You know how grumpy I can be, and I was absolutely, yeah. absolutely, really, really was just put a smile on your face. Hats, off to, you, hats off to you getting there though, because yeah. you know there's a lot, lot, of, lot of fans there say, "Well, oh, they're going to go, they're going to go." You said yeah. you're going to go, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was so worth it, so worth it. And um, I even tweeted, I'm, I'm very reluctant to use Twitter. I even tweeted about it. That's how enthused I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well done to them. Yeah, so, and I think it was what you could just see from James's face, the game he had, the week he's had. I mean, obviously, we'll go on to the Ashford game, but what a week for him and what a week the lads who played for the England team. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, honestly. Yeah, and it just... It made me. I tell you one thing. It did do. It made me. Um, made me less stressed about um, the chances of a three G pitch at the new at the new football ground. <laughs> that lot play on it. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, incredible, incredible. I think back to when I was twenty, and I just wouldn't have seen the ball. How long ago was that again, Andy? How long ago? Forty years ago. 
Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the oil of the I use that too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? If you pitted that team against some of the teams we play in our league, how do you think it's fair? I know it's a bit of a silly question, but just uh, have you any thoughts on that? Well, it was funny you should say that because we were talking about that on the way back. And we said we reckon they could give the bottom half of the table a good game. Um, it would have to, I would say, it would have to be on a decent pitch and you'd need a referee to, that looked after them. Because, for, I mean, the referee was quite good, actually. One bloke went absolutely straight through the back of um, James, um, but he let play go on and then went back and, and booked him, for example. So the referee was quite good. They, need a, they would need a ref that looked after them because of their physique. But technically, they're just outstanding. I'm going to just say there's some great talent at, um, yeah. at that level um, and the future's bright at Hastings. Yeah. Mm. Um, unfortunately, you've got a lot of the first-team players that are playing extremely well and every game is a cup final this year. Um, so getting their chances um, in the first team are quite limited um, and they need to be playing men's football. And that's a problem to, to gain the experience, strengthen. Um, and unfortunately, maybe the only way they're going to get that is to go out on loan. Um, and, you know, it's to go on to lesser clubs, if you see what I mean. And they don't always um, learn their trade in the right way, if you see mm. what I mean. Um, that's the unfortunate you've got to think about it. You know, And there's more than one or two, and that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think Bates... Um, showed that at Haywards Heath. Um, he was a little bit out of his depth when you play some of them clubs like that that come to just want to um, beat up, if you like, Hastings yeah, and try yeah. that. You can't bring the, lesser, the younger lads in um, at that level. Um, and it's unfortunate because they've certainly got the talent. Yeah, Their body yeah. just isn't quite ready for it yet. You know, it's um, and that's a shame. But yeah, I think that's what Jordan was saying last week about himself, wasn't it? He was saying, yes. he said, "I'm not, I'm not built big enough yet. It's not as no, big as magic, probably." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see, with James and well, Tom Chalmers is a good example. He's he's got he Saturday. We'll talk about Saturday, but Saturday, I thought physically, <laughs> he he really stood up to it, and I think you know that it, when they get their chance, if they're good enough, they they. They deal with the physical side of it, and Tom's beginning to beginning to do that as a good example. So it can be done if you've got the got the skills, and then you just you know. Well, yeah, and you're also given the opportunities. Yeah, and that's, you need to that's, build the resilience. And I think they places. will be given the opportunities. It's mm. just that um, it takes Patience. time, and even with Tom, it's taken time for him yeah. to get used to uh, men's football and that physicality of it, um, and. Unfortunately, we're coming into the sharp end now where everybody that plays Hastings treat as a cup final, you yeah. know, and it's every game is a big game and you can't always put, you can't blood youngsters in um, at this <laughs> time of the season, unfortunately. But there's a lot of talent at that level. I've seen them a few times and there's some good boys there. It's, um, it's amazing how quickly they can come through. Look at Ollie, Ollie Black. It's only, what, a couple of years ago he was on the border. Now he's regular, isn't he? So, mm. yeah, yeah. And uh, and he yeah. doesn't throw with his hands. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, had to. Sorry, I'll yeah. do it before John says it. So, um, oh, I was yeah. going. I was going to say that James has been on the bench 
and he's come on for a few times and he um when Popey was out he he had a game in the cup didn't he and and he's not looked out of his depth has no. he, he no, no not at all he no. holds the ball up he finds his passes and you know it, but it's those opportunities <clears> isn't it <throat> injuries and things like that where you get a chance to to really build up your experience at that level yeah. yeah. Well, just quickly, actually, quickly ask you, Rob. I know we do need we do need to move on a bit here, but the Robert, like at, at the German sort of non-league level, I mean, are they are they giving youngsters a chance there, or is it sort of sort of a, more of a veterans league at the, the level you're watching? Well, that depends on your budget, basically. I mean, a team who, who has the ambition of getting promoted, they will be able to buy uh, like. Um, efficient strikers who can guarantee like 15 to 20 goals a season and, and who've played a league or even two leagues above mm. before and teams with a, a less budget such as Bonn they they have to field younger players simply because they don't have the budget so um it's good to to develop a squad, but of course it's tough if you're in the relegation zone and uh, you're lacking experience. Yeah, so maybe Hastings could send a few players out to Bond <laughs> now that we've got this hands across yeah. the channel. Yeah, well, it would be it's good to, to, to mm. see if they played each other. Um, I, I would say Regional League West is about nationwide in England, maybe Division 2, something mm. in between that from the level. Um, and, uh, yeah, it would be, would be very interesting uh, to see how it goes. Going to message I'll, Billy Wood later. I can feel uh, pre-season written all over it, hasn't it? Yeah, pre-season trip to Germany, all of us oh, going what? <laughs> mm, Never come back. Later hosen on. <laughs> oh, Not I've already done line, that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Robert, make it happen, mate. <laughs> we'll make it happen this end. Right. Let's move on to an absolute fantastic away day. Um oh, it was it was it was there was just so much about it. It was fantastic. I mean, from the start when me myself and Andy got there and we saw Oh, and Gary, Gary came Gary, off the couch. What a moment that was. What a moment. The, the true <laughs> the genius of Gary. Just, uh, oh, just, it's just uh, like it was just like an apparition in a black yeah. suit, wasn't it? <laughs> if you want to talk about Robert, if you want to talk about language, English language, swearing, he came out, he greeted the stewards, the stewards of <laughs> of Ashford. <laughs> is he there? He's not there now, is he? Is he gone away, Gina? He, he's watching Portsmouth. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. I can go and get him if you want. Nah, it's all right. Go on. We're, we're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no. Well, start. Uh, who should we start? With? Let's start with you, Gina. Actually, I mean, what's your thoughts of what was which is a tremendous I thought it was a good, away? I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, after looking having to look after Gary after time, though, changing the stewards around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, trying to control him to leave his clothes on. I did. I bet you didn't. I, I, I don't do bet you, to do, a... do you do that all the time, Gina? Do you keep his clothes on, or is this? Uh, come on, this yeah. A bit of disclosure here. Come on, dear. No, yeah, I keep his clothes on. Yeah, all good. <laughs> so, but um, next time he said, if when we go away and they win, mm. 
if they win, he's going to dress up as a woman. Okay. He's going to put a skirt <laughs> in the <thing> on. <laughs> Is it well, going to be? We're a, we're a rainbow club. Just no doubt about it. Exactly. So, <laughs> I think he's going to some different taffeta. Is it some in some taffeta, or what was he going to wear? I ain't got a clue. He's just he just told me just a minute ago. He went. Next time I'm going to dress up as a woman. I was like, well, make, oh, make sure he doesn't get into your clothes, am I? Yeah. <laughs> I might share, mate. <laughs> no, we get. What we got to all think about, Gina. Now is we've got to think about what what do we want, Gary. What sort of clothes do we want Gary dressed in? I think. I think that something that do. covers him all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did well, you? I'll find it Gary funny. Instead. Huh? Sorry. His arguments with the stewards and conversations, conversations, John. No, but how could you make a serious point when you're wearing a man keen? <laughs> <laughs> my mind. Yeah. Boy, he, you look down, he's got this man <laughs> Yeah, Robert, you'd have you'd have loved it, mate. If you if you this proper proper stuff, just uh, I think there's a picture somewhere. Oh, was there really? <laughs> I was desperate to find one. I, 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 Gary, I think it was. I think I mean all that sort of stuff. It, it was one of those days that was almost a literal definition of non-league football wasn't mm. it the whole thing was just Great the fun. whole the match the fans everything about it even the bloody howling wind actually yeah. so we, we're getting stuck on gary here because he's taking over gina here so we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to talk about gary now let's talk no. about the match so the match itself cracking win mm. um some i think bright- we should have won by a, a lot more if anything, because we was on, we was on it first and second half. We didn't take, and mm. mind was on it the whole time. It's not as if, like sometimes Hastings like go off the ball a bit when the others score, but this time we was fully on it. Yeah, and, and what, what was wanted... that about the six six minutes of injury time till they scored? Where did that come from? I don't even know. Unbelievable. I think there were a couple of minor sit downs, weren't there? But. Um... I don't know about you, but certainly after the um, Burgess Hill goal last week, last weekend before halftime, when they got those that corner just before, uh, when eventually uh, with about six minutes of injury time gone, when they had that corner, you could you could almost just uh, yeah. honestly just it was so undeserved. And it was just after we'd scored as well. Mm-hmm. I totally reached my mind. I, I, I mean, we stood, we were down on the Hastings side, up the side. And I couldn't see how, I think it was probably the only time that Ben Pope wasn't grappling with one of their players or the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. and he got flagged offside for interfering with play. It was about the only time he wasn't interfering with play for the whole game. Mm. Um, well, I, have you seen it on Twitter, the actual video of that? Well, I've seen, funny enough, I saw the picture. Um, there was a picture somebody had posted of the goal that was disallowed from behind the goal, and Ben stood... Yeah. Well clear. I mean, the keeper's just not saving that full stop, in my opinion. No, no, no. What it was for was for a foul on the goalie, as far as I'm aware. And it was where Ben was with him and kind of the goalie looks like he gets him in like a a sort of headlock and then falls over. And Ben gets called for the foul, which it it seemed a bit, maybe I'm biased. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so, well. Anyway, so two cracking goals. 
Mm. Tom Chalmers' effort, I mean, that was class in a glass. I mean, that was such... Oh. It was like a Mike Tyson. It was like the equivalent of a Mike Tyson punch, wasn't it? Oh, it's the one. What I said to you, you just think, I would love to... I can't imagine what it feels like to, to hit a football like that. You know, it's like when, like when you, you do it once, you do it once, you used to do it once every six months or something, and <laughs> you'd hit a just ball hit it like right. that. You just think, how did that happen? Yeah. I can't imagine what it must feel like to do that. What a, what a goal. What a goal. Yeah. Right, we're, we're dominating here, so we're, I would like Wendy and um, Malcolm to... Any uh, any takes uh, on over, this? Over to Malcolm. I wasn't at the game, and Malcolm's got more of an interest. Go on, over to Malcolm. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I must admit, it was a bit um, nervy, too nervy for me, I think. Mm. Um, I, di- I didn't... I couldn't understand what the uh, the disallowed goal was all about yeah. um, until I see it on Twitter, I must admit. And you can, if you look closely, you can see Ben Pope's got hold of the goalkeeper's shirt um, from behind. He's actually holding onto it. And the goalkeeper grabs him round the throat, I must admit, and pulls him to the ground. But because Ben's also got hold of him, the goalkeeper comes down with him. I can slightly see why... It was disallowed only from Twitter. I couldn't watch it in the game. Um, but controversial yeah, take by the, the father well, of Craig. Yeah, I'll try. No, to that's interesting because, like I said, I, I could see you could tell from my initial conversation, I, I couldn't see anything wrong with it initially myself. So, no, yeah. but he's got his hand behind him, molded a goalkeeper's shirt, which uh, you, which is why the goalkeeper tries to throw him onto the floor. But mm. of course, Ben takes him down with him. Well, um, that's Ben. That's what Ben does. And that's what yeah, Chris yeah, said yeah. forward to do. You know, nine times out of ten, you'd actually get away with that because it's um, it's hidden. Um, but I think we were by far the better side, I must admit. Um, so, you know, it was, it was much deserved. I, I think it would have been a travesty if they'd scored that header right at the very Ooh. end and just looped over the bar. And I, I think everybody's heart dropped then and thought, no, surely not. <laughs> You know, but um, yeah, it was a it was a good win. The only thing I would say, I don't did the players or do, do you think, especially with Craig, who I mean, at the back line put in such a shift. Do you think we let them on, let them on to us a little bit too much? Because those, those continual balls into the box in that wind, you were really worried that one was going to drop in the because they only needed to get lucky once, didn't they? And I was yeah. worried that we let them on, to, and the the boys at the back. Absolutely, just really, really, it was just constant, wasn't it? For 20 minutes, I think that's why they um they defended reasonably deep because Mm -hmm. of that. And if I go back again to the uh Hayward's Heath away, it was Mm -hmm. very windy up there. Mm -hmm. Um, and a ball over the top or between the top between Craig and and Finney, um, was what caught them out in that wind. And I think that's what was worrying them. Um, on Saturday, there, there yeah, was a ball yeah. that was going to be swirling in the air. They one or the other one went for it and got that knock on, and you know it, they were through. Um, especially with uh, when Jay May was um, was on the field, you know, because he's very clever at getting the knock ons and that sort of thing. There, and I think that's why they uh, defended quite deep. Um, and that's I think as well possibly why Gary played with three at the back with wing backs because and and, um, and with. With the plastic pitch as well, that yeah, because yeah. it has that nasty bounce, especially at that one. I've heard it's pretty, pretty ferocious. Oh, yeah, Craig doesn't like that. It's so old, and it, you know, it's a, an old type. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we used call Astro Turf, really, but it's yeah, yeah. a little bit better than that. But yeah, they none of the players like it. It's one of the worst ones around. But, well, I thought it, it was terrible. I thought, I thought it was done, obviously done by the same company that's done John's hair weave, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's John sitting there, all quiet. Not it does have that, that, that Andy's buried you, John. Come on. Fredbear <laughs> <laughs> and uneven. You can always tell by how many of them black balls come flying up every time the ball bounces. Yeah. How bad it is, you know. If it's, oh, if it's a good are one. You, are you talking about John's hair still? Man. Yeah, how many how many yeah. black balls jump out of his head? <laughs> we we can get back. We, we can get get back to Robert on this one because we went. When was it, Rob? About twelve years ago, we went to Ashford. I think it was New Year's Day. Yeah, and it absolutely tipped it down. And it got abandoned at half time. I can't remember the score. I think we might have been winning. I can't remember. I think it was a goalless draw because the, the, the yeah. ball didn't get anywhere near the box. Crap. Threw out the ball and they went like 10 yards to the left. Yeah. And he said, right then, that's it. So cool deal. <laughs> walking and, off the pitch, it was bucketing down. And, and one of the Hastings supporters said, it could be worse, it could be raining. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bleak place there though isn't it it's a, b- a bleak place well, that far side opposite the stand that's really yeah. when that wind's blown across there oh <laughs> yeah that's yeah. where we were stood and it, well, it did oh, yeah. yeah just it was some um, well, you know, it was we, worth it we didn't notice behind the goals because we were having a good time weren't we Gina yeah we was yeah John was, John, was you at the game I know, he's very quiet, John. John, was you at the game? Oh, me, yes. Sorry, yeah, John. John, your name's John. <laughs> Did you... Uh, yeah, I got, what was your I got, opinion of it all? You know that video of um, Ben Pope leading the singing at the end oh, of yeah. the awesome. celebration? It was just, just good. I've, I've also got the disallowed goal from behind the goal, so it, I might put that on somewhere yeah. and we can... Or have a look at that. But is it the grassy knoll cam? Is this going to prove that it was a goal? <laughs> yes, but but I <laughs> behind the goal, you don't see the overview of the whole game, so you 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 don't see half of what's going yeah, on. Of course, you don't. Yeah, the and, and the tactical side of the game, but it was a tremendous atmosphere behind there. Um, oh. I, I just can't believe. There must have been about what do you reckon? About five hundred Hastings there because mm. their their usual gate is three or four hundred or whatever. And um, when you looked around, there was all claret and blue, wasn't it? So um, uh, yeah. Sorry, it was great. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean there was Ben and I, I think there was a fa- there's a fantastic picture they put out today, and I remember seeing him at the time, Andrew Cissé's face as he walked along. I saw that. Yeah. He just had this... He had this face, this, he had a look at sort of bewildered joy yeah. on his face. It <laughs> was great to see that. Almost like, I can't believe I'm so lucky as to have landed in this. Yeah. He, he just looked I, I think so he happy. In the Mankini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Gary would come back into this conversation, Wills. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm, you, Hello. Ma- you mentioned um, Fr- uh, Franny Collin earlier. Oh, yeah. Did you catch up with him on Saturday and sort of rub it in a bit? <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to. They were they sort of weren't about too much, were they? Um, uh, and they didn't uh, sort of want to engage too much. 
Um, so I thought Craig would, um, you know, catch up with Jay May, who he's played with before, and obviously Franny, he was at Gillingham with him. And, well, they're both, um, had, but, yeah. both um, Jay and um, Franny had a little um, spell at Hastings for a little while, so... Yeah, and I thought they would sort of engage more, but they didn't. Yeah. They, I don't know whether we went, we went downstairs in the bar because they run out of beer upstairs. <laughs> Wonder why. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So uh, it's carnage, wasn't it? It was carnage. I mean, they they, uh, they didn't cater upstairs, so they run out of beer and all sorts. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was good crap. But I remember it? the queue was still out the door. Yeah, I was yeah. there quite early, so I got in the, the top bar and uh, with the hoi polloi. <laughs> As you do. You got yeah. in the top bar. You got in the top bar. Yeah, yeah. and the um, yeah. and they, I watched a lot of the first half from out the window at the top bar, um, and then wanted to get out and get a bit of atmosphere. So uh, that's what I did. But then I then they wouldn't let me back again, and I'd left my phone and everything up there by the window, and they said, "No, you've got to go downstairs." So, but, um, so yeah, I said I need to get in there first to get my stuff. I had to go through the back line up. And they okay. weren't they weren't even gonna let us have the drum in there. Gary had to Gary went and saw the chairman of Astros and kicked off about the drum. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gary grabbed Gary physically grabbed the uh, chairman of Ashford and um, persuaded him that we need to should have our drum. What was their reasons for no drum then? Because it's not in a housing estate or anything like that, is it? Um, they were saying that the drumsticks are an offense in the front position. <laughs> really? Oh, we'll have to start using brushes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, have a jazz accompaniment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, my dad would have loved that. <laughs> Behind the gold, it's Dave Brubeck. <laughs> yeah. One for all, one. Look yeah, it up, kids. Yeah, yeah. But how did he? How did he twist his arm? Actually, I don't want to know how he twisted his arm. Uh, <laughs> Gina. He probably did twist his arm. Go on. <laughs> Did you do it literally? No, I just told him it was a joke because we couldn't have the drum. <laughs> oh no, it's it was two it drums, was ridiculous. We got two that's what I mean. We got two drums in the end. Yeah, well Gary's two drums. Gary's hassling got us two drums, so well done, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I'd already smuggled the sticks in though before they said we couldn't have the drum. <laughs> yeah, no, I know there was all sorts going on. How the sticks were smuggled in. No, stop it. Stop it, John. Down my sleeve. Family show. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bend my arm for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't hide them in a mankini very well, can you? No, he, he <laughs> Right then. Um, any, any, I'm sure we'll forget. Well, I mean, there were great scenes, obviously, after the game. We were all leaping around being silly. Um, and it obviously Billy would come over and we, uh, John embraced Billy. Uh, well, we all did, didn't we? Um, it was lovely, wasn't it? It was just a lovely Did you go down in the bar afterwards, Chris? There was a, um, no. I was, did you go downstairs? Um, after the, the game? Yeah. yeah no, no, not. After the game, I, well, I think um, Andy wanted to get away and it was, uh, you know, I, oh, that I, the cues are out the door. <laughs> The, the queues were out the door, weren't they? And it was just, oh, you know, just better. Yeah, it was, so tell us, Malcolm, come, what was the bar like after? Oh, it was great. The atmosphere in there was, um, I think um, somebody put a tab behind the bar and it was just carnage in there. They put some music on down there oh, and nice. it was like, oh, it just, yeah, you can imagine the singing that was going on. Um, yeah, it was, I think every song came out and 
He was he was good fun in there. I think I left there at about half seven, quarter to eight, I think. And I left everyone else there. I had to battle my way to get out the door. It was that full. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good evening. I mean, actually, while you're, while you're here, what, what does Craig think of the game? I mean, it was obviously a massive game. I mean, I know we were saying it weren't a season defining, but still, what's, what's, what's the team think? What's Craig think? Um, hopefully he won't listen to this, but um, to be quite honest, he found it quite easy. He said, it, you know, they didn't really pose that many problems, um, mm. you know, and he said if, uh, you know, it was it was quite a comfortable game for him, you know, and those that are around him, he said, they, you know, we all felt, we never felt as if we were going to lose or even draw. We always, you know, were felt in command of the game and, Mm. And because uh, I said to him, "Oh, what was your board?" And normally he goes, "Yeah, I was a bit bored." And and he said, "You know, he did." He go, "Well, yeah." He said, "We never felt." He had a bit of light reading while he's waiting for the ball. You know, <laughs> that's it. Especially when um, Jay May went went off. You know, I mean, and Jay's not got the legs now really um, to worry too much. But he's big <clears> and strong, and he's experienced. So you know, Craig always finds him a little bit of a handful. Um, but I don't think Jay was up for the up for the fight, really. I think um, you know yeah. the first opportunity dominated, dominated by there. Stoney. Yeah, him and, him and Finney, I think, dominated uh, Jay Man. I think the first opportunity he got, he said, "I'm out of here." You know, it's, mm. uh, it's that's quite nice. Stuff. Watching it from home, I was quite good. I was quite pleased to see the lineup and see Finn Finn was in there. Yeah, a little bit worried. I don't know why. Because the other lads who cut, cut and cover, but it, it's just stone and thin in the middle. That's solid, isn't it? Especially given the given the conditions and the yeah. game and the game that Ashford played. I mean, that was that was what you know that that was why them attacking every ball like they did did stop the, that chance of the, it dropping in the wrong place. And that was their main the, the main option was yeah. the diagonal ball into the box. It seemed, and that's sometimes they got round the back, but not really. Mm. And that was the only worry that it was just going to drop in the wrong place once. And yeah. but but we always looked as though we could score again. And the goals were so the goals were so well worked. And we I all, know we haven't really talked about them, have we? I mean, like Ryan yeah. Wall's goal was was phenomenal. You know what I mean? It was yeah. oh, you know. It's... Interesting thing about both the goals was Andrew Cisse seemed much more tucked in this week. I don't know whether that was deliberate. I suppose it must have been. To me, it looked as though he was. He wasn't just hanging on, hanging around with the linesman for the whole game. He was much more tucked in, and his his runs into the box were were instrumental in both the goals. So there was something different going on there, maybe because of the five at the back and the wing backs. I think um, he was Andy. I think that's what he was. It because you had the new guy um, yeah. that uh, yeah. gets forward. TC gets forward. Yeah. And I think he was looking at if he kept CC coming inside rather than yeah. hanging outside, taking up their space. Okay, so somewhere to run up the the wing. How did the new guy play? No one's mentioned him. Is he? He didn't look match fit to me. He looked okay. like he was um, stretching everything after about an hour, and okay. and he did 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 go off. So it's a bit probably a difficult game to get involved in. I think he did a good job. Yeah. But he what, did, I have to where was he, Where was he playing? What left Nothing. wing? Left, left wing, wing wing back. Okay. Yeah. 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 Left wing back. Um, He's got a vast experience. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Hmm. Steps higher than uh, what we're playing at, but 
Um, he was a, I got an under eighteen cap for Ireland as well. Yeah. So he he's had a good career. Um, and hopefully he's got a bit more of that with us. Yeah. What, what did you no, send me, Will? We did have him there because of OB getting injured in the warm up. So. Yeah, it was mm. bloody Andy, wasn't it? What, they, what, yeah. what, did, what did you send me, Wills, about Tommy? You were interested? I said I'd misheard slightly, so I thought we'd sign Tommy Cooner, but it's Tony, Tommy Cooner. <laughs> I'm like, what is this madman sending me now? And then, um, I hadn't been following Twitter, so I didn't know we'd signed this guy. And then uh, I'm like, why am I getting messages about Tommy Cooper? He's finally gone insane. And then I realised it's... Find him just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he'll be... I think once he settles in, it's a, it's a tough game to play in your first game. And, and um, yeah, like I said, I think the, the pace got... To, seemed like the pace got to him after an hour or so. But uh, I think he'll be... He was talk, one thing I noticed, again, being up the side, was he, he the moment he stepped on the pitch, he was talking so he's obviously got the confidence yeah. to slot straight in so that was interesting you know yeah. so another, well craig's really good craig's always keeping everybody going at the back that's quite noticeable again and this guy was that you could tell he just had that demeanor about him you know that was uh good yeah. we've already got like two or three captains on the pitch all mm. the time anyway mm. sammy and yeah uh, talking of it a big big game 600. Set, yeah. 600 for sammy 600, 600 games. Wow. Bloody hell. So bearing in mind, he's, he had probably about a season and a half, maybe two seasons away from Hastings as well. That's just nuts. Mm. <laughs> so he has been away then. Yeah, oh, went yeah, to, yeah. Uh, he went to Rye for a little while, I think. Uh, it's a lot of games, isn't it? If you and Hive. A couple of, couple of seasons Hive, away. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he was at Hive. I'm, I can't remember now. But yeah, he definitely was away for he, he was away the season we had the FA Cup run for... <laughs> Yeah, he must be gutted about that. Well, the big, the big yeah. one, Middlesbrough and all that. He missed all that. <laughs> but yeah, good one. Well done, Sam. Yeah, yeah. brilliant stuff, mate. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get him on eventually. Uh, yeah. He keeps, he keeps telling me to go away politely, but <laughs> I, think, well, I will get him to come on. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't say go away. <laughs> Back off. Back. No, no, he's lovely. He's lovely. He's a nice guy. I mean, he's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to, yeah, go on, go on. A joint celebration because I believe it's since since Sandy's been coming to the club, it'd be his 600th flat white coffee as well. <laughs> no such thing at the ground, is there? It has it has struck me actually whether I should open a pop up coffee stand, whether that would um, you know how that would fly yes. with the new. You know, a bit of gentrification that won't go. Oh. Billy, I love a bit of that. I've got a question I forgot to ask last week. How long has it been since they've been selling beer on draft from the club shop? You know, where they sell the shirts and all that. Only a few weeks. I'd never noticed yeah. it until last week. Yeah. Where's that been going? <laughs> like on bar. It can only be after Christmas. Robert's got a little club shop behind his head, you see, and he needs to put a draft in there for his <laughs> <laughs> You can't <laughs> disturb the Hastings shrine. Yeah, no, I didn't notice it until last week. I thought, wow, good move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since that, since we've been regularly turning out a thousand for home games, you know, everything's under a bit of strain. So they they seem to be looking at ways to 
and feed feed and water the masses, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Just need toilets. Distract cash from them. Need some toilets up the other end. That's what they need. They cut the portal loose. Well, they need decent beer on tap down that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only in the, the clubhouse that they've got decent beer. Yeah, but if, yeah, if you the... don't have any decent beer, you you won't need any toilets. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Only a German could think of that. Yes. <laughs> Germans. Yeah. Um, Things are important. They, yeah. they are. Um, right, and I think just, I mean, obviously it was a tremendous day. I'm still, I'm still buzzing from uh, the Ashford game. I'm sure we all are. Um, moving on from that, did anyone go to the women's game where they won like 12-1, like a crazy score? Mad, uh, isn't it? 10-0 yeah. at half-time, wasn't it? Yeah, OK. 10-0 at half-time. We <laughs> talked about this last week. They need, they need, they desperately need a couple of... It's a pitch they couldn't have parachuted in a couple of levels up, really. Oh, that's they, what they need to do. They need to... They need to they got, it's, a, it's sort of... You sort yes. of feel sorry for them having to dip, grind their way through this yeah. to get to a level that suits them in a couple it's, of years' time. It's not doing them any good, really, No, is it? no. It's, no, it's it's all right. You're winning. can't they? Yeah, yeah, it'll come. It's it's a shame at the same time. Gina, you've caught some of the women's games, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, the home ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and I'm sure I'm just getting getting sure Gary's come along as well. But that I mean, is it is it as the lads are saying? Is it it just too easy? It's just it's just too easy. They just like walk it. It's just like them walking some of the time. It's one of them sort of things that if you, you're scared to blink at a women's game because they score so many goals that you're scared to miss one. <laughs> Alternatively, you've got plenty of time to go and get a beer because you know there's another goal coming along in a minute. So. Yeah. <laughs> or in Robert's case, chips. <laughs> yeah, chips. Um, okay, all right then. Well, uh, well, well, then we look forward to... Should we look forward to Saturday? I'm trying to remember who we got. Who we got again? Eyes. It is hive, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah a, a certain, get that mixed up again. Yeah, so there's a certain John Wills that forgets where hive is. I don't, <laughs> Ma- Malcolm, yeah. you weren't around for this one, so we, we're going. We were going to a away day. Okay, we were going to Hearn Bay, weren't we, John? Was it Hearn Bay? You was. Hi, <laughs> were we going to Hearn or something in the sun now? Um, yeah, yeah. And well, he's thinking... going to a completely different place. No. And, and me and his son are like, what are you doing, John? Like, we're not going to Hive. Are you sure it was Hive? Hello, John. I, I think I'd given all the stats, you know, sound clever, but I'd read up on it all and I'd read up on the wrong team. <laughs> he's, he's read up the wrong team. He's going that... the wrong way. Luckily, it was... Six and me and, and his son are like, what, what are you going on about, John? It's, ama- it's amazing how Robert can drive from Germany in one day to Hastings. No problem at all. <laughs> well, yeah. well yeah. it used to be no problem. Yeah, oh, well, that's true. <laughs> I will have to fly now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least we haven't got the signs turned around the wrong way now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in too much dad's army, mate. I have. <laughs> right, right then. Um, on that note, and that, well, we, we, should we talk about Hive at all? I mean, I'm I'm fully expecting us to turn Hive over. Um, do. Mm. But again, they're all they've all got none. 
it, it, Lance improved. None of the games are easy, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, look at Burgess Hill. They're really flying now. And yeah. I think they're on seven wins on the trot now, High um, Burgess Hill. But, you know, any team can do that in this league. That's the thing. So, yeah, I don't think you should take any team lightly. You know, it's, none, none of them are easy. I can't so, imagine that. I can't imagine they do. I think, I think that was... Um... I think since Gary's taken over, there's just that little bit. I don't know why. I, I have a feeling it's a mean thing to say, but I worry that they might have. That game on Saturday was the sort of game they might have lost, lost. when yeah. Aggie was managing. There's just that little bit more. The resilience was a really major feature on Saturday, yeah. and just that. And I think Malcolm said it. They looked as though that we are not losing this game. Yeah, and they just had that look. And also, they were a little bit more direct. When they needed to be so a bit more pragmatic when the when in crap conditions just just deal with it rather than yeah. funny around and they just yeah i think that i think they'll win more games that they yeah anything that's close they'll win them now it's so great to go um it's going to go away and beat um ashford and things mm. like that um it's going to the hives and the uh, the places like the East Grinsteads and things like that, that you've got to go there with the right mindset mm. to beat these sides because, every, as I said earlier, every every game to the opposition against Hastings is a cup final and they all raise their game, they all look for a way of beating us and beating us up as well sometimes. Um, and you've got to go to the Hives and East Grinsteads and win them games. Yeah. Because, um, you know, because it, it, it becomes... It, insignificant than yeah. beating the Ashfords yeah, if you right. can't go away and beat them. You know, it's... Yeah. But we don't we don't look as though we're going to be bullied now. That's another thing. We just don't look as though we're going to... And people like Finn and that make a difference there. We just got, yeah. got that... Yeah. Like, we just don't look as though we're going to be bullied anymore because that number 10 of theirs was really... It, it, his job just seemed to be to bump into people. But yeah. he, he got no change out of them. And he, got no, pissed, right. and he got pissed off because of that. And that's a really good thing to see. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. thing to see. And, and I don't think you can underestimate underestimate the effect of having a way support like that. And, you know, you can see the appreciation from the players always, can't you, after the games. But mm. what a club to be at. You know, if you had a choice at this level as a player and you could go and run out in front of 250 crowd or something or you you've got a club like Hastings that are just growing and growing with this um fan base uh, I think it's international fan base special yeah. happening here yeah and it, I, I can speak for um Craig here and it, it's all about the fans um and he it, it's when you get a big crowd and when you get like um Hastings again that it lifts them that just one level above, and that's why I, I, I've never said to Craig or anything like he does it per, off his own back. He's always the one at the end that's applauded. They all they all applaud, but Craig makes sure he does because he appreciates the fans. Mm. Um, and He's I know he enjoys going out. The bigger the crowd, the the better he feels, and the more he enjoys the game. You know, it's um, and enjoys playing. You know, it's it's all about the fans. So. <sighs> God, I, think that's a, uh, what a, I think that's a wonderful full stop, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> wonderful. But thank you very much, uh, all of you. Uh, thank you, Windy John, uh, Flat White, Andy, who's soon to have a kiosk in uh, the pilot bar. 
um, the lovely Gina and wherever Gary, whatever Gary's doing and wearing or not wearing. Don't tell us. <laughs> I'm sure he'll tell us on Saturday. Um, John Wills, um, obviously, uh, Malcolm Stone, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, our German supporters club, Robert, please, we'd love, we'd love to catch up. Please, I'm, I want to talk to you again, Rob. And we must get some links going with your local club as well. Yeah, well, it's been great uh, on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, brilliant. Nice Absolute to meet you. Good yeah, luck for the, for the season. Uh, I follow the results, of course, and John keeps me updates. Uh, it's so amazing that for third season in a row, uh, Hastings is playing top of the league and they've, uh, I think, avoided uh, promotion twice. And to keep the squad together... And a third season in a row playing on top. That's really amazing. That's great achievement. Mm. Yeah. And this time the job will be finished. It will be. Well, guys, going to see you at a game. Robert, I'm going to see you on Twitter or something. I don't know how, I don't know what we're going to see each other at. You never know. I might be knocking on your door tomorrow. Oh, oh okay. my is that is that a threat or a <laughs> promise? Or I don't know. <laughs> on that note, I'll see. You. I'm just putting the bolts on the doors now, but I'll see you again, guys. Yeah. You need to, mate. You need to. Take care. <laughs> That's it for another week, news fans. Could it get any better? Under 23 Cup glory, our women's team hit a dozen against Maidstone in the league, and our lads smash our rivals at their place. Happy days, as ever. If you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions, or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com, or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs> <laughs>